Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Yo, it's Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. I'm Jason Lee. Hey, it's DJ Damage. All right, so look, I hope you're watching the show on YouTube, but if you're not, stream it on iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, or Spotify for your best streaming experience. Do it. Yo, listen, I have to tell everybody that I'm excited to announce that I am down 58 pounds. Talk about it. 58 pounds. I feel great. I look great. I am wearing a I am wearing an extra large sweater and it's oversized. Hey, so the thing is, the target goal, what is it? Where are we going? You know what? I don't know. Wherever this body says, I'm stopping. Yeah, I can't control it. So this is one of the things. Is now My problem was I couldn't stop gaining weight. Now I can't stop losing weight, but I'm not complaining. So That's what's up, man. It's a good journey. I see all the ladies is loving you out there. Yeah, oh yeah, lots of WAP in my inbox. Listen, you're going to have to come to the house soon because my gym is literally almost built. You do, um, Tell me when to pull up. We in there. I'm getting it's the time. mirror. I'm getting the mirrors laid this week. Next week, my rack comes, and then my my uh, my uh, what do you call it? Stairmaster comes, and then mm -hmm. I have all the the weighted balls and the jump ropes and the kettlebells and the dumbbells. I got it all. So you just come over and do whatever you want to do. I'm definitely coming through, and for everybody watching, you know, take this opportunity to better yourself. Work on your health. Work on your fitness. Work on your mental. That's what me and Jason are doing. We want you to do it too. So we're not now just talking about us getting better we want you to get better as well and that's the real reason i'm glad you said that. that's the real reason why i'm sharing this journey with people because i want people to understand that self-love self-care and mastering bettering yourself is oak is an okay thing like you have permission to love mm -hmm. yourself and i think that for me i needed to know that i had permission i ain't gonna ever lose or give that permission away anymore and i say the weight number because it just represents uh continual progress and, you know, for me, it's really still about the work that's happening on the inside. I just went to New York for the first time. I did all the things that I would do when I go to New York, except this time I was very mindful of what I was eating. And, and people are like, oh, well, you can't even eat shit. No, I'm eating food, but I'm just not eating a lot of food and I'm not eating unhealthy food. And so it's just about choice, you know. Yeah, and we all have the choice. We all go to the grocery store and we make the choice to buy some nasty shit or shit that's not good for you. And you can get a little bit of that for the weekend, but let's really work on what we put in our bodies because right now it's a very stressful time. What's happening in politics, what's happening out in these streets, what might be happening with a lot of people's finances. So really take some time and put the right things in your body. And two of the things that I always keep in mind is if you're, and this is going to sound so basic and people are like, Jason, we already knew this. Number one, if you're not hungry, do not eat. That's if hard. You're, if you're, just don't eat, like you know, that's I, the hardest thing. I was probably a snack eater. You know what I mean? Like I would eat some grapes and I would eat this, and just be watching Golden Girls and eating things. But look, mm -hmm. don't eat if you're not hungry. And the other thing too is pay attention to your body. And if you eat something like bread or gluten and you feel it makes you lethargic or it doesn't make you feel well, just don't eat it no more. Replace it with something else. So I'm excited. You know, I haven't been to New York Damage in like nine months, and when I went out there, seeing people for the first time, they, their reaction was like. What the fuck's going on? I'm like, nigga, I'm healthy. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know? So it felt good. That was that little reinforcement I needed. Shout out to Wendy Williams. I had lunch with her 
uh, she came from behind. She goes, oh my God, I didn't even recognize you from behind. And then she started, she loves my gray hair. And I'm like, Wendy, I know you ain't flirting with me, but her show comes back September 21st. I can't wait to see it because my mornings are really boring at this point. Like I've just given up on entertainment in the morning. Nah, I did the same. I like I just get up and go to the gym and the TV don't even cut on. I don't know how people are doing it. I don't know how you're not trying to do something to better yourself because it's so boring in the house. And I'm addicted to chips. So every time I'm hungry, I just get a scoop of peanut butter and I eat that. And it's so hard to digest. I don't want to eat anything else for like two hours. Yeah. So that's how I discipline myself. And that goes back to like the whole COVID thing. Like I'm not as stressed as I was at first because I have found a way to replace being stressed with being productive. Shout out to my Mm -hmm. team who's creating all new digital content. If you go to our Facebook, I'll put our Facebook right here below. Please go check out our Facebook. We put daily content up of all the hottest topics, video content. And I have a new new show, new show, Gagging with Jason Lee. Now, you know, this past week we had T.S. Madison on and Jonathan Fernandez from Love & Hip Hop because of all the Tahiri and Joe Budden drama. And we had... You know, I have a team and have developed a team of perfectionists, and we are all perfectionists, but we live in an imperfect world, especially with technology. And we had uh, a motherfucking show last night full of debauchery, debauchery, but it was such a good show. We spilled a lot of tea about the whole Tamar situation with her new man. We talked about Joe, you know, allegedly jacking dogs off. Uh, Joe Budden jacking dogs off and just different, allegedly. I don't know what's happening, but that all came out last night. I'm going to put a little sizzle reel here that we put together just so you can get into it. But it's the new show, Gagging with Jason Lee. It's on YouTube. And please stop asking for damage because he ain't there yet, but he will be coming soon to get reckless. But it's only if he's going to come there and be a hot-ass mess. Take a look. If you thought that we weren't going to have... Wait, what was that? <laughs> you already knew... Wait, there ain't even water. I ain't even got no water. Oh, shit. Listen, if you thought this was going to be perfect, then you must not have been following my career. So gag on this blooper reel. I'm back. Can they hear the sound effects? Before I continue, I need to know that you can hear it. We got to figure out how to turn, turn up the sound effects. Gagging. She asked for two million a month? A month? Because you were beat by Dre? Allegedly. It's cheaper to kill somebody. Girl, can you put some comments on the screen? I can't see what the people are saying. Oh. It's over here. Back to this girl. I'm just, I got sidetracked. Can they hear the sound effects? I'm reading your comments. Please tell me if you can hear them, please. You can hear them? Loud enough? Hold on. All right, bye, Drake. Bye, Beats. Uh, beat it. Now you gonna hear me. We don't know what happened to the camera. Okay, there I am. We talked about Beats by Dre, and now we're gonna talk about Beats by Joe. I'm gonna make the dog feel good by playing with their fucking privates. They wanted to replace these girls with this group. What the fuck? Looking at you, Candace, you're such a dumbass fucking bitch. I swear to God, I fucking am so fucking mad at you. Fucking cunt. Okay, maybe cunt was a little harsh. Trump lapdog, you ain't a right winger. You're a fucking used chicken winger. Wing stop clown looking motherfucker. Have we pinned the link? Can somebody tell me if we pinned the link? The link you put up, girls, for the last show. So you need to give her the right link. Is it pinned? Anyway, this hoe. I said it, use a hoe. And you know you a hoe. How do you know? Because I told you so. She ain't been fucked right. That's the problem. Maybe she should be the camera person that holds Melania's uh, OnlyFans video content. Is Jonathan in? Tell him to log in now. I can't hear you yet. You ain't on mute, are you? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Watch how we improvise. Hold on a minute. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah. 
I had a guest on a cell phone, so what? Where there's a will or an iPhone, there's a way. This is some ghetto shit. If you don't take your hustle and flow, loose pussy ass out the goddamn conversation and sit the fuck down on a dick that can bring about some change, bitch, and shut the fuck up about black issues until you have a black dick in your asshole, stop fucking talking. Please don't hit me up about how I'm better than that because I said what the fuck I said. At least I kept T.S. Madison entertained. Are you postmating somebody in the middle of the show? People are saying they can see us and hear us both now. Is this what happens on your first? My first show was great. Listen, this happens. This this is live. I'm a perfectionist, so of course I'm annoyed as fuck right now. Lord have mercy. Don't do not let that stuff distract you. I actually got my hands on a bit of the tape from the show that hasn't aired yet. We don't have that. Oh no, we are getting that. Cut it into the show right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking about it. Do we have the clip now? Go. Now, I text Tamar today, and I didn't get permission to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because this is my show. No, don't do it. Don't do that. Put up the text message. Oh, Jesus. Now, here's the 911 call. We got it. Production put it together. You shouldn't have put that text message out that you and Tamar had. Unless she told you you could have did that. Now, that's what this this text message right here. Is there some, are there callers or no? Oh, yeah. I hear somebody saying Jason. Jason, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I don't even want to disrespect the callers, and I don't even want to disrespect the viewers. It's okay. The show is still buzzing. This, this, now, now. Literally. (laughs) Is the buzzing gone? There will be a meeting after this show. I appreciate everybody being patient. I appreciate everybody sipping slow. I appreciate those of you that stayed on when the shit got crazy. I love T.S. Madison. I love Jonathan Fernandez. I love everybody that we've talked about on the show. More importantly, I love all of you that called in and or, or that wanted to call in or that wanted to participate today. I'm not even going to take another phone call because I got to get the shit right. And I promise you next week, I'm gonna, I'll do less topics and more phone calls and more interactions. I promise you. This is my second show. We'll work it all out. Come back Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Because I got Sky on here. You already know. She might be blunted and not even show up on time. Gag on that. All right. And you know, the other thing damage is since I came on your legendary uh, yeah, media group media group training, your people keep sending me their self-tapes now, sending me examples of the you notes. You told them to. They took they the trying notes. To get, Jason, they want to be on your team. I know. They, I know. they took they took the notes that I gave them, and they went and edited their own videos and their and their follow up. So it's good to see that, like you know, they're getting the lessons, but the hustle got to come with it. Yeah, it do. And that's and, why uh, I think that's one thing people don't get to see um, about you a lot because it's a lot of you say a lot of funny and wild shit, but there's a lot of hustle behind that door that I don't think a lot of people can see. It's not easy to put the gagging show together. It's a whole production. I know people just get, come in and type and enjoy it. There's a whole production. There's a whole team that puts that together. There's a whole Adam behind that. Adam! <laughs> and I think I stressed Adam. I stressed, oh, I stressed poor Adam out yesterday. I had to create a support group for Adam. I said, could people just go right by his house and check on him? You know, again, the thing is that people, you have to realize, like, we built Hollywood Unlocked from nothing. If you're sitting at home right now, a damage built legendary media group from nothing. Mm -hmm. It's not about being perfect when you start. It's about always striving for perfection, but also knowing that like perfection does not exist. And and I do have to say to the fans, man, I love the fact that I have been 
in a real narcissistic way looking for bad comments or maybe it's pessimistic looking for negative comments about last night and i can't really find any all of you are showing up and supporting and you understand that technical difficulties happen but yeah we're going to get it tight this this week sky from black ink crew will be on or next week uh well whenever yeah tuesday sky mm -hmm. from black ink crew will be on and damage you got to catch an episode and tell me i want your feedback i, I, I really no, do no, no. and I, I caught the first episode i didn't see this last one where you were talking about with joe buttons but i'm gonna definitely catch this next one because i think sky is hilarious you yes. know we I met her with you when we was in Miami. Like, yeah, the yacht. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I love how she gives it up. Yeah. What? What did you just say? I love how she give it up. <laughs> JC, yeah, you showing your age. No, because you, no, because you, no, because you, 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 be, you being messy. I met her with you in Miami, and I like how she gives it I up. I met her when she was with her dude. Now she, she having sex with him on my boat, by the exactly. way. Exactly. So <laughs> it ain't nothing like that. That's Are right. They still together? You, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Well, you no. know, I want them to get back together because they have he a sexual. Cool. They have a sexual chemistry that makes me want to be sexual. You know, like it well, just beyond that, Jason. They seem no. like they was a good couple. Yeah, but Sky is a good person. You know, I love. She comes to my. She comes over. She she goes outside. We we get grounded together. We put our feet in the grass. Do some real, you know, <laughs> you know, hippie type shit. But I love Sky and I love the show and I love my team and I love the fans. So keep showing up and keep supporting. You know, and I love this person that we have coming on the show today, Suki Hana from Love and Hip Hop Miami. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking of hustle, speaking of perseverance, and speaking of somebody who came on the scene and built their shit from scratch. You know, she's coming on. I've never met her, and so I'm interested to see, you know, what she's about. Yeah, let's get to it. Let's go. Suki, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, y'all. Yeah, of course. So listen, you know. Loving hip hop, um, you know we're we're of the same family, uh, just different coasts. I love the Miami show. I've been trying to get over there on your guys' show because y'all got so much going on. I want to come start some shit. Yeah, um, that's fine. But I love that they added you on the show because you know it's it's kind of hard to bring in new people that really pop and that have personality and then don't really give a fuck. You came yeah. into the show. Um, as ratchet as you wanted to be, unapologetic about it, and, and and not only unapologetic, but owned it and then built a whole brand out of it. Yeah. Um, it was really nice being on the show. I, I just I felt like I was the most ratchet one on the show. But, I mean, I, I grew a very big fan base from being on Love and Hip Hop. I already had a big fan base, but being on that, it just went boom. So what what did what were you doing before Love and Hip Hop? How did you build your fan base? I always was rapping. I always made music. Mm -hmm. So um, Love and Hip Hop been trying to get me for a while. Atlanta wanted me first. I wanted to be on Miami. I'm, it was kind of like a tug of war thing. But I was happy I got picked up by, by Miami because Atlanta is older women. Like I want to be around some young. Hey, <laughs> wait. So you're, you're from Delaware, which I, yeah. which. Which I didn't even know, and this is going to sound so crazy. I went to a party in Wilmington, Delaware once. Uh, shout out to Patience. She threw something called Trap Stock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, there were so many black people. I didn't even know we had that many black people in Delaware. Hell yeah, Jason. People don't know. See, a lot of people don't know about Delaware, but listen, I'm not the I'm not the worst ratchet. Like, it's 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 thousands of me there. Like, I know you've seen that at Trap Stock. Like, we, it's just like a whole nother world. Yeah. No, yeah. Delaware, get it in, Jason. You know, I'm from Philly, so... Oh yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. People from Delaware come up and get busy for for real. 
No, actually, I flew into Philly and took an Uber to Delaware. That's yeah. how close it was. But I mean, I got there, and it ain't just black people. It's beautiful black people. It's a beautiful, sorry, damage. It's some beautiful black niggas over there. I was loving it. <laughs> I was loving it. I told, I was telling somebody recently when I got there, uh, this one guy, he had just got out of prison. He was like, hey, yo, let me holla at you. And I was like, okay, what's up? He was like, I like you. You be doing all, you be doing all them gay, you be doing all them gay jokes. I was like, uh, I do. <laughs> Are you serious right now? No, that's serious. Crazy. You serious. must like you like them hood guys because that's what you're gonna get in Del in Delaware. That's the type of guys that we got, real rugged hood guys. Well, and, now, and and we're gonna get the new, hopefully, the new president of the United States is from De Delaware. Oh, really? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. That's where he's from. He's that's from. He is from Delaware. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's you know what's crazy? It's a lot of big people from Delaware that a lot of people don't know that they are originally from there. Like me, Joe Biden, Patience, um, somebody named Cliff Muir that's coming up. Um, it's somebody else really famous from there too. I guess. Yeah. But Man, look, you said you, that's good enough. Yeah. Period. But Jason, I live for you, honey. I like how you talk with your hand. Like I just live for the vibe that you got. I can't wait oh, to meet you in person. I know, I know. I want to. I mean, I want to meet you too. I've been watching you ever since you came on the scene. You know, to my attention, and I'm like, you know, I love how you know because I remember when you got on Love and Hip Hop, and they had that whole conversation and controversy about the wigs. And I remember how you were giving it back to them and stood firm in who you were. And I feel like when people go into the show knowing who they are, all they could do is blow up because it's like you you can't you can't shape who I am because I already know. And I really felt like you you already knew that. I felt like that. I mean, well, I know this that the um, producers had a lot of pride in casting me for the show because you know, like people kind of looked at me like I'm next. So you know, they mm -hmm. get credit for breaking out that next star, you know? So I fuck with the producers and everything. I'm excited. I'll probably do another season. Hey. But yeah, I, I hope you get on Miami because you would be the perfect one to make everything whole, honey. <laughs> okay, so why don't we do this? I'm going to hit Mona and just be like, look, me and Suki got to have a link up moment uh, in Miami. Me, it you. The pot, honey. <laughs> you feel like there was any obstacles in film, filming the show? Um. It was it was obstacles. It was like kind of me introducing to the world my motherhood because that's something that I mm. I, I don't put my kids out there. I keep that to myself because that's real life. So I always had to argue with the um, producers. Like, listen, I don't want to be vulnerable. Stop making me vulnerable. I'm hood. I'm wretched. I like to fight. Stop trying to make me be able to be made fun of. I don't want to be that. And they just like, listen, if you open that side of, of you, you're going to, you're going to, it's a lot of women who can relate to you. It's a lot of women who have multiple kids. It's a lot of women who come from where you come from and who struggle at being a rapper or having a career being a mom. So once I finally opened up, which it was really hard. Once I did that, it was like, everything started changing. Like I started getting a lot of fans. A lot of people started yeah. stand up for me. Like, hard as fuck, you know? Yeah, so they used to tell me, look, they used to tell me, they say, listen, uh, we know you came from Instagram, we know you lit on Instagram, but like they they wanted me to change, they wanted me to change, they wanted me to come, become more than just Instagram. So I had to open up and show people who I really was to get there, you know? 
Yeah, and I didn't know you had three kids, one of them 10 years old. That's a lot of responsibility. And what people don't know, because they didn't start when we started the show today, we were going to do this show with you in the house, but you knew it could get a little racy. And you were like, I want to be respectful of the kids and my family. And I, I thought that that was pretty responsible and that was pretty dope. Yeah, thank you. I feel like that's the side people don't see, though. They see you, you know, you turning up and you having a good time, but they don't see that you also a respectful mother, big, respectful big skin, daughter. Big snakeskin boots with a, uh, a, a, a <laughs> shoebox full of $20 bills and $100 bills. I said, you know what? In fact, I took that video and sent it to Cardi. I said, she is a fucking fool. OMG. That's lit. Yeah, I am a fool, though. I'm just myself. It's just so happened that I just got famous. Like, this is what I do every day. But I'm just, I'm really thankful that you know people love me like how they do because mm -hmm. they really pay my bills now you said you like you know get a little rat you like to fight is that the same thing you look for in a guy or is it like opposite of tracks you kind of like that's a real old, that's actually the old me i'm when i got on the show i was still kind of real ratchet like the fight and all that but during the show i started becoming more mature and mm -hmm. i don't really like to fight no more like that's not what i do i like to shoot now so that's that's what I do. <laughs> i'm just saying but i mean that ain't me and what i look for in a guy i like i like somebody who could protect me i like a real nigga somebody that's gonna cut the check somebody's gonna treat me like a lady that i am you know yeah so you, i don't look for no fighting type of guy but but you're not looking for a man though because don't you got a man i mean yeah, that's what i'm saying kill bill yeah that's what i'm about to say yeah, I love my man. Okay, he so to marry him like three times. I told him just hold on, like wait till we get financially stable and we just get our credit and everything. Come and on. Stuff. And now my credit score is like eight hundred. His is you know seven hundred. But you getting there? We almost there. Look wait. at her growing together. Wait, wait, wait. So, 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 Kill Bill. How long have you guys been together? And how did y'all meet? Okay, me and Kill Bill been together for about a a year as a couple. Mm -hmm. And we met. Have you been to the office yet? You've been in Miami streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, we met at the club. I seen him at the club. I was. I didn't know who he was, and I was like, "Who that nigga over there with all them racks and them diamonds in his mouth? That's my type." And they was like, "Uh, uh, girl, stay away from him. He be out here, you know, cutting up streets." And I was like, "Oh yeah, see, that's my type of fantasy to get fucked by a gangster." So <laughs> I end up linking up with him somehow. We done ran ran into each other, and I fell in love. He actually started off as my side boyfriend. And wait, I, he, wait, wait. He was the side piece? Yeah. Wait, who well, who was the other person? <laughs> <laughs> the other person, like, you know these, you don't know these people. Right, but I'm just saying, you had a whole other situation, and then you met him at the office and was like, let me pull up to his desk real quick. And then y'all started messing around, but this was the side. So, because men have side pieces, so it's interesting to talk to a woman who has a side piece. Yeah, he started off as a side piece. And, and was he playing his position right? He just came through and just snatched me up. Like it wasn't, it wasn't really no position to be played. Like I just had so much fun with him. Like I used to really date like very rich type of white collared men. But when I met him, like our first date was at the Crafty Crabs, and I felt in love at that at the table. Like it's a difference. Like sometimes materialistic things don't mean everything. You know, sometimes it be love at first sight. When I met him the first day, I fell in love with him. He fell in love with me. We've been together every day since. But how do you leave the blue collar for the crafty crab? Cause I didn't fuck. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. Mm -hmm. I, was, this, I, was it the sex? Like, was it the sex? Was that good or was it, it that was he? Everything. It was just you. Some I believe in people. People have a soulmate. Like you all do. We do. 
you might not have met them yet, but one day you might meet somebody who everything just stopped for. It, it was more than us just going out and doing regular stuff, but I just cut everybody off. I didn't want to be with nobody but him. I was uh, glad to hear that she said it's not always about the materialistic things because you yeah. look on Instagram, you see somebody post, my boyfriend got me this and that. And you sitting here saying somebody that got all that, um, that didn't even matter. I've been saying this for years. All the niggas I had it and had shit. What are you talking about? I've been saying, but yeah. don't nobody ever give me that credit. It's like, oh, I'm giving yeah, her the credit. Material, material things don't feel. Can you give me a napkin? Because I'm sweating. It's like 90 degrees out here. I even said they don't have to speak English, damage. I've been very open. <laughs> wait, wait. Don't you? Wait, you're saying like you, you don't even have to be able to understand what they're saying? Nah, we can draw. <laughs> I, I, I'm texting a stripper from New York right now, and it's como se llama, se llama, whatever. I don't even know what the conversation is really, but I have I have, I have a translator app, so I we do know what we're saying because we use that. Okay, period. Okay. But I think she's saying she it's not materialistic, but she's not dating somebody broke and don't no, know how to speak yeah. it. No, no, that's not the point. The point of what I'm trying to say is. I've dated a regular person. I've dated the person. Most of my people, they're all regular damage. Everything is regular. <laughs> I I'm think saying. this thing, like money really can't buy you happiness. Like hmm. I've seen some of my friends, which are like big Instagram models, their boyfriends buy them the best Chanel bags, the biggest Rolexes, and get, they get treated like a pampered slave. Damn. Like no woman deserved that. I have dated guys hmm. who just want to handicap me, buy me everything, but that doesn't love is a different whole different thing you know so no. I just feel like people need to just find somebody who they can relate to you know i'm glad they're hearing it from you too well and they can't really handicap you because the money i mean you you and kill bill aren't y'all killing our only fans together yeah <laughs> Wait, so i have to know because i haven't peeked into your only fans page are y'all really like some people they just play with the only fans and some people are busting it all the way open what are y'all doing we doing the most <laughs> really I wouldn't, say bust, I wouldn't say i was busting it open yet but we is doing the most are you guys having sex on there mm, it depends on what that is okay is there oral copulation happen? is there fellatio happening but okay. is it like implied or it's the full experience implied what well, you know how like it could be like the silhouette, like it's the shadow or. Oh no no no, honey. Suki is with all the shit. She ain't I'm implying shit. I haven't, I haven't tuned in just yet. Garfield is on there. Wait, honey. Did, did you see who? Garfield. The kitty. I can't listen. You see, she has a Bentley. She ain't, you ain't pushing no Bentley because you implying that you doing something. You getting yeah. the money. Wait, so was you really did buy that car from OnlyFans? Yes. That is that's amazing. I, I mean, basically, I, like I would definitely give credit to OnlyFans because I have stopped shows and everything because of the pandemic. Like I didn't mm. really want to put my kids at risk, so I've been staying in my house every day. OnlyFans is how I make a lot of my money. But I, I mean, a lot of people, you know, it's. It, I feel like I normalized it in a way. Like I normalized it. Beyonce, Cardi B, you know, that's just it is what it is. A lot of people be hating, but it's just like. They won't get off their ass to try to get no money. You can't hate on another bitch or how she put a roof over her kid's head. This how I eat. This is me. You know, I'm in love. I don't have to look for no man. I don't have to look for love. It's not like, oh, she could never be a wife. My man proposed to me about three times already. It's it's not that, you know. It's this is how I feed my family. Well, and I talked to Bobby Lights. He said he made two hundred thousand dollars doing OnlyFans. Oh, oh, yeah. And you know, <laughs> 
Did you see his OnlyFans? I'm, I, re I refuse to go, but I have been getting um, videos sent to me. People think I want to see Bobby, but he's really, he don't, Bobby, you know, Bobby don't care. That's what I love about the Miami cast. I feel like the one thing that Hollywood is missing for sure and why I don't have that much fun filming that show is because everybody's very much into, oh, I don't want to do that. It looks bad. Oh, that's not good for my brand. Oh, oh it's yeah. just like, what, what are we doing? You guys show up and show the fuck out. That scene y'all had at the bar with all those white people. Oh my gosh. That was so funny. I it literally in person. A lot a lot of it didn't make it. Yeah. But, yeah, but... I, I would Hollywood is really, really bougie. Yeah. I like Miami because it's just like we all know that we got our little flaws. We ratchet and it's just real gutter. Like and I and I like how nobody like really judged me from the show from doing OnlyFans because now everybody on it is kind of doing it now. Well I think mm -hmm. what why you when you talk about normalizing it for me and looking at how you've marketed it has been the you know what I mean like the funny the snakeskin boots walking bow legged talking shit with the twenty dollar bills <laughs> in the in the shoebox. I was just like, you know what? You really are playing into the ratchet the clatchet, the classy ratchet shit. Yeah. Yeah, classy Ratchy. You also funny though. Like, you know, you gotta get credit for being you're hilarious. I'm sure like all your friends love you. You probably always been funny. Like I always wanted to do uh stand-up. Like, yeah, you're like legit hilarious. Why don't you do why don't you do ratchet stand-up? I was thinking about incorporating it into my shows. You should. You know? Just like cause what I do when I when I do have shows already, I will stop the music to tell like to give the crowd some advice or I'm, I'm already giving jokes on the mic anyway so i think one day i am going to incorporate that into one of my shows now that so, takes talent too for you to have that skill naturally like that you gotta you know brush your shoulders off a little bit that's so, not easy to do so back to the only fans really quick so having three kids do you ever wonder how do you ever think about them seeing or finding out about only fans or do you I mean, me being an adult entertainer just like kim just like cardi just like Nikki, I mean, when you're an adult entertainer, that like, that's your career. But I feel like people really need to monitor their children. Like my children, don't just be going all on Google and doing this and that. My children's tablets are monitored. They're kids. Like a lot of people probably don't give a fuck about what their kids look at, but I do. My children don't even know my music. They know certain songs. Like mm. I don't. I don't show that life to my children. One day when they get of age and they get older, if they mm -hmm. were to question me about why I did what I did, I'm gonna explain, you know, I, mm -hmm. tuition costs. The lifestyle that we live costs. Like I don't live like how I used to live. And I don't want my children live, like I come from Delaware, Wilmington, Delaware. I don't want my children to live there. It's really wild. Like all my friends are 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 drug drug addicts like literally everybody that i grew up with they don't have teeth in their mouth they're on drugs when i was 15 i guess perks came to uh the city perks that came to the city uh really bad it was just a big pandemic with that everybody in my age group started doing them now when i came back to the hood all of them are high everybody nobody don't got nothing going on i don't want my kids to be getting killed or to be uh, learning about guns playing around with guns in the streets like that's everything that i know so I got to do what I got to do to get where I want to get. That's just what it is. You know, they ain't going to have to do what I do. They're not. Well, ha having kids, do you think about, especially in this time with Black Lives Matter and the whole craziness going on with police killing unarmed black men or black women, do you ever worry about that? Or do you have those conversations with your kids? Yeah, I do. And it's, it's just, it's really scary out here. I try to talk to my sons and 
Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes I don't even know what to say. It's yeah. like you don't even know how to protect your children from these cops or, or, or from crime because it's like they do this, it's a problem. They do this, it's a problem. Like I don't even know. I don't even have all the words to say for that. I really mm-hmm. don't. But I try yeah. to protect my kids as much as I can. They don't like my kids are with me all the time in the house. Like I don't bring my kids around people. Like, I just don't do it. When, one of your castmates, Trina, she's a legend. She got drugged for her comments about Black Lives Matter. Do you remember that? What did you think of that? Um, I don't, I don't remember. I think she was just a little upset, but you know, um, she was calling people in the streets that were looting animals, and she was saying, "I don't ever have issues with the police." She was just talking about her personal experience. Oh yeah, they tried to dra- they drug her for filth and then tried to cancel her. I'm like, you can't cancel Trina, but I, you could be mad at her for a few months, but you can't cancel Trina now. But she also apologized. She did. I mean, everybody, like, I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing, but like when it comes to my people, I'm, I'm, I'm very pro-black. I really care about my people. I care about black women, black men, black women. Like, I just want to protect my people. So, like, some stuff I'm really passionate about, you know, so... Stuff like that. I don't know. I'm kind of like, honestly, if you meet me in person, I'm kind of that friend that you got to explain to other people before I come walk in and hear some shit that I don't like. I'm the same person. Look, I'll send you my number. If I ever FaceTime you, you have to, every time I FaceTime somebody, they'd be like, I'm with people. I'm like, okay, you better warn me. Yeah, yeah. But okay, the um, Trina thing, I think, honestly, I feel like she was upset. Like mm-hmm. we all have our times when we upset and we say the wrong thing. It happens. It's it's human. We done said some fucked up shit. I done said some fucked up shit. We done said it. But I mean, she I guess she made an honest mistake. When you when you feel like you say something messed up, like do you apologize? Do you backtrack? Or you just kind of lean into it and keep it moving? I mean, now that I'm a public figure, I, I never really never said anything wrong yet. But mm-hmm. I mean. Now that I'm a public figure, I, I probably will start apologizing because the old me is just like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. Fuck y'all. Like that's but, the, but that but that's the time that I'm on. Why would you yeah, apologize? Like, I, still, I still I probably still do that, but I mean it's just like where I'm going is kinda like I don't I don't know. It stuff gets scary. I just, I don't know. I guess the right thing to do if you feel like you made a mistake and you wanna apologize to your fans, do it. But if it's some people that you really just don't give a fuck, fuck y'all. I don't care. Yeah, I said it. Okay, so yeah. can can you explain to me because we know that you're in WAP, and we're going to get to that in a minute. I was happy to see. I had saw. I saw. I saw the uh, uh, the unedited version of the uh, video before it came out, and then I saw the video, and I was glad to see you in it. But I want to ask you about Wolf Pussy. Now, what's the difference between Wolf Pussy and Wet Ass Pussy? Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's the <laughs> I think we just getting more in detail because it's, it's definitely come from the same family. But, you know, when I said wolf pussy, I wasn't talking about with um, like on Friday when he was like, oh, don't you be coming up here with that stinking ass wolf pussy. Like not necessarily stank, like just an animalistic cat, like a, a wild cat that need to be in a cage somewhere. Like something, some object that's got these guys going crazy, like. These guys really do be going crazy over me. So I just was thinking about myself and I know it's a lot of people that can relate to that. And then, Maybe. so that that's your that's your that's your uh, that's a your highly anticipated mixtape, Wolf Pussy. But the lead single is "Use a Hoe." All right, yeah. Now, are you calling <laughs> other people a hoe, or are you saying like "Use a Hoe"? No, like with the song. Okay, so first, 
and foremost, I just want to thank Ludacris for clearing that sample for me. Hey, it's such Luda. a track. Like, I'm so thankful. But, um, yeah, I just used the sample, used the whole, and basically, I was just, just roasting an imaginary girl. Like, I just felt like I wanted to sing about my favorite, like, rappers at the same time. So, the song is a ball of energy. It's just a little vibe, something for people to listen to. Maybe if the shoe fit, girl, fix yourself. You supposed to be doing fun for these niggas. You ain't supposed to be out there pet like you a sample. Who does that? Do you do that? Do you give yourself out like a sample? Who me? Yeah. Me? Oh, oh, <laughs> honey, I was just in New York last week and I was sampled from Manhattan to Harlem. Yes. Okay. Like a like a like a, like a like a like a like a platter at KFC. I was sampled. Yes. Oh, not the. Okay. wrong with you? Because you know the thing is, I just you know I I have said before I'm a hoe and I've been and I've been a trick because I believe if I can spend time with you and you give me your time, I can give you I can give you some clothes, I can give you some shoes, I can give you a trip. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Period. <laughs> oh, this guy's going crazy over you. Well, they're trying. They're driving me crazy now because you know I just lost fifty eight pounds, so I'm I'm That's really getting this body right. Good, honey. Yeah. Once these abs get tighter and this ass get right and these legs, these thighs, I'm t- sorry, damage. I'm gonna be out, I'm gonna be in Miami on a boat. You are gonna have to come. It's gonna be a mess. I'm what you doing? You, what you doing with your thighs, Jason? Well, you know, I you know I've been calling up my straight friends and looking at and telling them which parts of their bodies that I really like. And I have a friend that has these really nice thighs, and they're just I mean. I just I want my thighs to be like that because a woman or a man, depending on where you're, you know, they want they want to be able to have something nice to hold on to. Well, you know? it's facial structure for me now. Now after the fifty-eight pounds, you like you were always handsome, but you could really see you give a straight face. Like Thank I'm you. really proud. I'm happy. I can't wait to see the next thing. You're gonna be modeling. You want to be a model? I'm going to OnlyFans. I'm gonna be calling you for pointers because I swear to God, I've already told Cardi and told everybody. I'm, but I think I'm gonna do my transformation on OnlyFans, and then, and then, you know, if I find somebody or two who wants to bust it open, we can we can talk about it. You know? Okay. You know what else I want to say to you too? I love how you came on the show, bare face and beautiful, not with a bunch of activities. Uh, because you know, you gotta show, no, cause you gotta show women that you can be lit and you can be successful and you can be cute without doing all the extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was definitely, at first I was just so scared to go on camera. Cause I felt, I was like, I'm not pretty enough. I look like a clown, but you did not think that you oh, thought what? you looked like I a clown. What? I used to cry. Do you know, like all the producers would have to calm me down before I go on camera. Cause I used to cry. Because I used to just feel like, I know TV is a lot of pressure. This is my first time on TV. So I was just like, I don't want to do it because I just I just felt like I wasn't pretty enough. And then once I did go on camera, all these people started saying, girl, you are beautiful. You you open the doors for, you know, brown women. Like, just mm-hmm. keep your hair black. Stop all that fake hair stuff and, like, all the different colors. Just show, give face. And that's when I started doing it. I'm happy as hell. Like, I feel like I'm beautiful, you know? Where, where do you feel like that came from? Was that just something you thought, or why did you feel like you weren't pretty? Enough? Or the pressure, or the pressure from the industry? Yeah, it was like TV is just like different. I just felt like maybe I didn't have the TV look. Mm. It was just a lot that I, like it was national TV. Like I'm like, what? I don't know how to do this. I didn't have nobody to walk me through or give me the steps. It was just like, boom, get your makeup done, get on camera. I'm like, wait, hold up, <laughs> you know? 
There is no, they don't give you a guide. They throw you out there and you either sink or swim, right? Yeah, I mean, exactly, but, but I, I swim there. No, but I love it. But I think what works for you and what works for your fans is that you literally are giving them who you are. And I yeah. love that in this interview, people are going to see you toned down and looking at you like, like because I can see the real who you are now. You know, I see you on Instagram. I'd be like, this girl, I'd be calling Bobby like, this girl is off the hook. This girl is hilarious. But, you know, I, I always tell people also, you know, if you know me privately and you know me publicly, you get the same thing. Like you yeah. entertain for your fans and you entertain for what you do. But then privately, you got to be about your business, about your money yeah. and about your hustle. Seriously, that's all. I'm really big on my business. Like I ain't got time to be playing around with nobody. I don't even beef with people. I feel like if it ain't helping me or like even with the show, I can't, I was telling them this thing. I'm not finna beef with these people. I don't even know them. I'm not finna beef with people like oh, this is like, and I couldn't separate TV from the streets. That was my problem because it's like no, but it, that's not a problem, Suki. Well, I mean, it could be a problem for whoever she's like, beefing with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like <laughs> they they always have to say, "Lo, is this TV? It's fake." But I'm just like, uh, uh-uh, I'm really out here. I'm finna call. I'm I'm finna have ooh 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 pokey and them. And it's, it's really going to be something. I really had to separate the two because I just was like, ain't nobody finna throw no drink on my face and think that I ain't finna call the woo doctor. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. yeah. I but that, I, but, I but that's what... That's why they're not going to really try you too hard because they know that switch can flip very easily. No, no, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care? No, they don't care about nobody's switch flipping because the security mm. stuff. People, when the cameras come on, all them people change. <laughs> Seriously, like, you will be cool. Y'all talk, everything. Like, the first time that I met Shay, she cool now, but... Do, do how do y'all feel about Shay? Y'all know her, the Shay girl from. Um, um, I've, yeah, I met her. I don't know her though. Okay, so the first time I met her, um, it was my maybe like my first day on the show, and she came and sat next to me. She was like, "Hey, girl, you cute, you know, just a little friendly thing." Then the next thing I know, I'm talking to one girl. She all in my face doing the most. I was like, "So I think you might be on the show to, to be the one to start the drama because." Mm-hmm. You don't make no music, and that's when I just peeked there. I'm like, girl, I'm finna stay away from you. But Shay is actually a good person. She a crybaby like me. I remember uh, the time me and her was arguing. We just both was in the car crying. She went to her car, and I went to my car, and we was just crying the whole time. I was like, this is too much for me. But I loved it because I became one of the biggest fan favorites besides a few others. But other than that, baby, I I definitely did that. No, I I saw you did a live with it was I think you and Bobby you guys had stayed in Atlanta because you know we filmed oh. over at Tyler Perry you guys had filmed a live and you guys were on live or something and you had said you had mentioned you didn't really like the new host Claudia Jordan who's a friend of mine friend of the show you didn't like her oh yeah I didn't well she's she's cool I just didn't like, like I'm just it's just on bro hood like I don't like when people ask me questions twice like let me tell you something first of all I didn't understand because. I guess the camera just need people to ask stuff again. So she yeah. already said, girl, how your kids doing? I said, they fine. You know, told her about my kids. Then the next thing, it was like 30 minutes later. She was like, so Suki, how are the kids? Like, bitch, don't ask me about my fucking kids. You know? But um, <laughs> it was more so Santino. He he had a little, I don't know what it was with him or her. She wasn't a bad person. She was cool, but um, I don't know. She caught astray. Now, didn't Santana get shot at the office? Oh yes, yeah. It's it's wild at the it's so office. Office is because I've been to what are some of the other? G, I've been to G is G, the G oh, Lounge, G five. Yeah. G five is hood too. Yeah. 
I mean, you if you going in that area, everything hood. I Miami, know. yeah, I was gonna say Miami is hood. Period. Yeah, like you, you, everything out here is hood. But yeah, um, yeah. But Santana was just out here the other day. I just had a big release party. That's my friend. I didn't get invited. I would never think you would want to come to the hood. It's ratchet. It's but if you come to Delaware, no, 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 no. See, you know what? I should have reached out to Let you. Let me if tell I, you something. I flew, I, I flew to Philly, Ubered by myself to Delaware, and walked all the way up in Trapstock by myself. They was like, um, are you from Wildin' Out? Are you from Love I was like, look, I ain't here for all that. Where's Patience at? Period. But I, I had the best time because I love... You know that jail trade that just staring at you from the oh corner. You know, gosh. yeah. It's oh my gosh, that's so lit. Period. <laughs> jail trade. Hey yo, it's time for another Hollywood hookup. Now everybody knows that we've been very open about making time for our self care. So during quarantine, we've been experimenting with a few things. One of them being a new CBD product from a company called Lord Jones, makers of the world's finest CBD products. I love it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It seems like CBD is everywhere these days, but Lord Jones is the first and the best brand out there. Besides us here at Hollywood Unlocked, their premium CBD products have helped change the lives of big-name celebrities for many years. Now, Lord Jones and Hollywood Unlocked want to help you change your life by experiencing the finest hemp-derived CBD products on the market. From skincare products like moisturizers and lotions to edibles like yummy gumdrops, they've got it all. I'm they got everything. You, they got everything. I'm telling you everything. And don't worry, everything is lab-tested for purity, strength, and consistency, making their products the highest quality you can find out there on the market. So if you're curious about what CBD can do for you, trust me, you have to start with the best, and Lord Jones is that. Go to lordjones.com slash unlock to get 25% off your first order. Go to lordjones.com slash unlock for 25% off your first order. That's lordjones.com slash unlock. And that's your Hollywood hookup. Go get it now. Okay. So let's talk about <laughs> WAP. Let's talk about WAP, WAP real quick. The number one song in the country. You're yes. a part of that. Um, you had a great uh, moment in the video. And I know, you know, it was important. You know, Cardi explained to me why it was important to have you, Mulatto, um, and, and the other women in the video. H how did that come about for you? And like, how'd you get the call? And why did you want to do it? Um, I've always been showing love to Cardi. I always loved Cardi because Cardi remind me of myself. Like, mm. she just, you know, raw, ratchet. And I remember Cardi used to come to Delaware a lot. Like, we got mutual friends, patients. Cardi team hit me up. Patients hit me up, told me that Cardi wanted me in her video and that Cardi, um, you know, loved me. And I just was like, I was in a hair salon with my girls. Like, we was just chilling. When I got that call, it was just like, everything stopped. Like, what you mean I'm finna be a Cardi B video? That was just a big moment for me. And for it to go number one, Mm -hmm. For us to have politicians mad and all these people out here mad because they got that dap, you know, it make me feel proud of myself. Why, why do you feel like everybody's so mad about it, though? Because they got that dap. It don't work like that. Mm -hmm. What is that? D dick ain't perfect. That's what it is. <laughs> or dry ass pussy. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> everybody, everybody cat can't get them a bit. Everybody cat can't get them this and that. So I understand why people do be mad. I would be mad. But don't, don't you think it's important, though, that, like, women are able to celebrate each other the way you guys all did with that video? Like, to have those two performing together, to have all of the, Rosalia and all the other women in the video, like, it's important. Because I kind of feel like rap is, 
for years been a male dominated industry and now people ain't saying is it nikki versus cardi it's cardi yeah. versus drake it's cardi versus it's men yeah. versus women because the women y'all are all pulling it i love it because it definitely opened a lot of doors for us to do that link up like that we're all these big people in one room it's just showing a uh, woman empowerment mm -hmm. like it opened it, it normalized it it's mm -hmm. okay to show love to other women this is how we win so i you know i was really happy to be a part of that so what what female rappers did you look up to i mean were you do you are you do you know the little kim and foxy brown era like are you yeah, i like definitely know the little kim and foxy I, I love little kim like little kim has been one of my favorite um women artists and um trina like um Nicki minaj like all these people you know i grew up listening to them so i always gotta give credit where it's due you know hell yeah so musically how do you create like what is your creative process when you know you're gonna go in to create a new song or a new mixtape or whatever a lot of my music literally from this wolf pussy mixtape that's that's realistic stuff like I get my heartbreak, I go in there and I make a track. When I'm feeling upset, I make music. Like, it's all about my creative energy. Sometimes we just all go in there and vibe together. We just play beats, we talk, we have conversations, we have arguments, and then somebody say, play that play that beat. Then we all just start thinking, you know? It's, it's always a, it's a team thing. That's why my tape came out so good, because that was a team effort. Like, I didn't care about nobody's opinion. I wanted to come through and put my foot down and show people, listen, I love real music. I make real music. It's not just ratchet. I got timeless bops on my tape. I got mm -hmm. big songs that got cleared. You can see I was inspired by a lot of great people like Trina, like Trick Daddy, like Earth, Wind & Fire, like The Gap Band. Like you can hear that in my music. All it, right, come, so come, through, come, through, like, come through legendary music. Mm-hmm. Who, who I'm people... inspired too. Nah, that's what I'm talking about. Who are some people you want to collaborate uh, with in the future? I mean, I would like to collaborate with maybe like Adele, um, fat, fat Adele or skinny Adele? I mean, I, I would say fat Adele, but skinny Adele look like she 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 know a little bit patois. She come on there and start singing like a Jamaican. I'm with it. And then she, she got the bamboo knots. The girl must know who I am because maybe yeah. <laughs> but the crazy thing for me is I thought Adele looked good big and small. She looked she's oh, always been beautiful. Yeah, Adele looked really good big. I was I was living for the area. She was a thick girl. But yeah. her being her small is she single? I think well, yeah, they say she they say she was dating somebody. She was dating know. she was dating that African rapper from Okay, Nigeria. there we go. That's what's inspiring this um Caribbean type of vibe because I'm like, listen, Adele. I remember when I thought I was Jamaican too back in 2011. I had started dating some Jamaicans, and then next thing you know, I was all in the Jamaican fabrics too. So I was like, sis must got some Jamaican D. But I guess she said the African. She got that mandingo, put them knots in her hair, put that cinch that waist, pulled her breast up. She said, I'm out here. Yes, she did. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you who do you like least on Love and Hip Hop Miami? Who do you like the most? Who do I like least? Um, well, I like me the most, and I like. Um, Good answer. I like least. Dang, I don't want to be a troublemaker. <laughs> I mean, you might just not care for him. Ain't no beef. I really don't care for. I guess MJ, a lot of boyfriend. Okay, so Amada was on the show, and I told her about MJ. When she threw him out the house, and he only had one suitcase. I was like, that should have been the sign right there that the nigga had. Wait, you had before that? 
I told him a lot of that. I said, when you threw him out, he only had one suitcase and one pair of shoes. You already knew he came to live. What did you talk about? Oh, my gosh. No, you, you didn't. came to live. Yes, I did. It's true. So do, are they still together? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, from what I heard, I had I had a lunch. I had dinner with a boxer from London in Vegas recently, and he was going on a date with Amada. So she shouldn't be dating if she was. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that's lit. Well, OK, my girl out there. Honey. She's out there and yeah. she's gorgeous. You guys have a gorgeous cast, too. I love I, I just love your cast. I mean, except for Trick Daddy, he looked like he ready to kill you and embalm you and put you in the grave. I mean, Trick Daddy, he, Trick Daddy, I love Trick Daddy. But he's super nice, though. People don't realize he's super nice. He got smart ass mouth too, but he's everything. Like literally, <laughs> the vibe. Which Trick come to my studio sessions. Like people don't even know Trick. The first who heard my tape, like he was in the he was in there while I was making it. So that's family, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, um, what did you feel when Stevie J was talking about the wigs in Miami? Did you ever? Oh, I didn't like that. I was like, uh-uh, Stevie. Because I remember back in the day when Jocelyn was talking to you, like, you you ain't, I don't want to say that because Jocelyn my girl and Jocelyn be polished. But listen, like, his resume, like, what don't you talk to Faith Evans? Like, well, married, I, married to Faith. I don't want to say the wrong thing. But I think, like, honestly, I think he was trying to shade Jocelyn. Because, mm. you know, like, unless he was mad at the ratings, then he was trying to shade Jocelyn. Because there's no reason that you should just come at all these females hair like nobody didn't do nothing to you so either it was them ratings because i know once i got added to the cast um the whole thing was a thing so i don't know if it was the ratings or was he mad at jocelyn yeah what you yeah, think i think it's, I think it's some things men got to just stay out of we don't need to have any say so on what y'all here need to look like and all yeah, i wasn't sure why he said that out of nowhere like i, I was so happy to be on a show and i'm watching us on tv amada hair was thought that that day though but at the end of the day so well we all have messed up hair days would you put Tory Lanez on the song? No, uh-uh, I would never. You know why? Because I don't support domestic abuse or domestic violence. Like literally, guys used to put their hands on me. I had to go to a domestic shelter to get away. Really? Yes, like I used to get beat on and it was really bad. Like and it was a generational thing because my mom did too. So I have a very soft spot for something like that. I was in a shelter and I was pregnant and I had an, another baby and I, it was just a really hard time for me to live like that at that time. So when I seen or I don't even care what happened, I don't support that at all. But doesn't that experience that you've been through make you just celebrate your victories more now? That's why I always, if you listen to my song, Forgot to Love Me, like I, I said, like some real one hitter quitters, you know, I, I said, you know, we used to be inseparable. Now I hate to stand next to you. I lost all respect for you. You can start bad fucking with my ex on you. And I told him, like, listen, I remember when you used to put your hands on me. But now look how them diamonds dance on me. Like, you went from hiding that I was a star and everybody know it now. I know it. I didn't know. I didn't know I had this much potential because when I was with you and you, y'all hid that from me. Now y'all can't stop seeing me on TV. You know? That's, so, that's it, dope. It made me happy that I did it with kids because those same guys told me that nobody would want me because mm. I have three kids and nobody would even want to hear my music or me be be famous because I have a lot of kids and that mm. hurt me and I was scared to even try. So, but, so did the abuse start or did the abuse start in the mind, like with them trying to control you or, yeah. or hurt you, break you down mentally? Yes, that's how it starts, and that's why I tell women like it starts with like um, 
verbal abuse and then it starts to choking you up, controlling you, keeping you in a house, locking you in a room, locking you in a basement, locking you here, or chasing you down the street, yanking you out the club. Like that stuff gets worse with women. I tell them all the time, listen, you have to leave him. It's going to get worse. It doesn't stop. Once a guy feels like he controls you, that's it. It's just like a dog. But do you think any of that was what uh, affected your thoughts on yourself on camera? Like, was any of that, uh, any of the influence that made you second guess, you know, what you look like or how you were? No, no, it was it definitely wasn't that. At that moment, I was really excited to show the world who I was, and I just wanted to be up to par. I wanted to be perfect, and it was more so me being nervous, scared, happy, everything at the same time. I was just looking at everything wrong. I was like, uh-uh, my lace showing. That boy, Ken Dale, going to talk about me. I was just so everywhere. Yeah. Like, I just wasn't with it. It's a lot of women that's going through that even, like, you know, today, maybe that's watching this. How did you get that strength to leave the situation? Um... Okay, one of my last relationships, you know, I gave this guy everything, all I had. I, I left out of my house, moved in with him, lost my car. It was just like I was losing everything and everything being with this guy. And I, I didn't give him everything I had to, like, have nothing else to give. And at that moment, when I didn't even have no money in my pocket, I just had to leave. I, I got my kids, and I moved back to Atlanta with nothing, literally. And at that moment it's just like i didn't have nowhere else to go but up i'm not going down i'm already at the bottom you know mm. so i'm just so happy i got out of those toxic relationships because i understand it's really hard to get out of it especially like if you a hood mom you in the hood you don't really have no dreams of getting out because nobody else believe in dreams mm. people thought i was weird i used to try to rap my songs to my boyfriends they never even listened they said oh i don't want my girl to be no rapper i don't want to hear that like Never even opened up my rap book. Now look at me. They're probably on drugs, you know, hurting the next girl, beating up the next girl, or just living in their karma, you know. But I just want women, like, I'm really passionate about that. Like, women, you just got to, whatever strength you have in you, I don't care if you don't have no money, he's the one taking care of you. It's help out there. You got, you like, you know, my friend, when I was going to the shelter, I didn't have no car or nothing. She had to drop me off at the Dunkin' Donuts. The people had to come and pick me up and take me to the shelter. I was in that shelter and I just, they end up moving me to Atlanta and then I got to start over my life. Like sometimes you gotta ask for help, you know? Mm -hmm. And so when you, what advice do you have to young girls or young women who, you know, may have the same fears you had when you went on TV with, you know, not being pretty enough or not doing whatever, um, what advice do you have for them to be able to like dig deep into themselves and find their beauty? I mean, I well, I always say this, I feel like, before you even try to understand what beauty is, you can't listen to what the TV says or what these cosmetic lines say. You have to learn your history. You have to learn your black history. You have to find out who your ancestors are so you can understand that you did not come from slavery. You come from kings and queens and you come from a, a royal bloodline. It's in our blood. So you go and look at our queens and you see they have the same noses. They have the same facial structures. They have the same body. This is what the standard of beauty for our people is. It's not to look your opinion. It's not to have our nose skinny. Like That's not what our pretty is. We are really beautiful. So you got to take it back and, and start learning what self-love is. You got to start loving yourself for, for who you and your ancestors is. I feel like connect with your ancestors. And then when you start going on TV, you got to understand that. It's a lot of women who look like you, who mm -hmm. go through the same thing. It's a lot of girls with gaps in their mouth. Somebody gonna love you. I love it. Nice. I love yeah. it too. 
So what, what else does Sukihana want to do? You're doing it all now. What else do you want to do? I'm ready to start acting. Like I don't know if you watch my page, you see that I, I love acting. Like that's just my thing. I always I want to act in school. I want to start acting. I want to start directing movies. That's like my biggest goal. I'm excited to do it. And everything that I'm doing right now, I manifest it. As far as loving hip hop, mm -hmm. everything that I got, you know, I wrote it down on my goal board, and everything just started happening. So that's what's next. The movies. What, what kind of movie would you like to be in, though? Like, what's your theme? What's your, what's your genre? What's you going to have to do some comedy? Yeah, definitely comedy. Sure. I, I want to definitely do comedy. I want to do some um, drama, like dramatic. Like, I want to do romantic comedy. Like, just a lot of different things. But I wrote I wrote a few movies that I have written that one day I'm going to pursue. But that's really what I want to do. Let's mm. do it. Yeah. Well, listen, you can come back here anytime you want. And when I come to Miami, now I look you up now. Don't be dodging me. Oh, I'm not. I really want to say shout out to Hollywood Unlock because, listen, you guys really show love to me and my brand. Like, I, I couldn't even believe that you guys, you know, post me as much as you do. Well, yeah, you're you're highly entertaining. Your fans love you. Our fans love you. Um, I, I I totally love you more now that I've had a chance to actually meet you and see you. And I and I know that people are going to see you here, you know, and I and I mm -hmm. love the fact that you know, you're doing what you need to do to take care of you and your family and the fact that you, you shield your kids from being caught up in all this crazy shit online in the world of entertainment is, is yeah. it's commendable. And I, I don't know if a lot of people know your story and your struggle and where you've come from, but people have to appreciate you even more. And I, I wish you all the success and I'll always, I'll always be here to support you. Thank you. Oh. When, I, when I come to Miami, I want to see the niggas. Yeah, come come to the Miami so we can get our little link up and people can know that we really are here together. Oh no, I'll, I'll I'll get I'll get the boat. You you bring the niggas. I get the boat. Oh, I'll bring, bring your homegirls too. Don't just bring niggas. <laughs> bring the homegirls. Yes, please. Uh, damage. You damage. got. I'm sure you got one or two. Damage. This is a different. Damage. This is a different type of a turn up. Uh, uh, -uh. uh, -uh. uh, -uh. you're not excluding me for this. Uh, uh. This uh, is bring the Benji cut. <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, let's do something else after that. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, yeah, come back anytime. Wolf Pussy is out. Go get it. I, I want to go here. What's the song you said that talks about the relationship? Forgot to love me. Go forgot listen to love. Forgot to Love Me. Then you're going to understand. Like, it'll make you look at me in a different way. You're going to. No, I, uh -uh, because see, that's why we do this show because we, we I can see you. I, I see you. Yeah. I, I, I get it. And I, I love the theatrics, the bow legged. Uh, snakes, the boots with the uh, with those shoebox money. I'm gonna tell you that one right there for me was like, okay, why are we not? We need to be following her every day. Oh, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, I'm that one. You are you are hilarious. No, your skits are funny. Thank you. It's, well, tell Kill Bill I said to take good care of you. Oh, he will. That's all he do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, all okay. right. Thank you guys. Yes, come back soon. Bye. Okay, Peace. Bye. Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.